and then we come back when it's ready. All right, two down, eight to go. And of course, that beep is like, hey lady, is that what you want? Yep. And of course you can do other things while you're waiting for things to come to pressure. So the marinara sauce is gonna be a component in the artichoke polenta pizza bake. And again, feel free to use jarred. There are times that I do, but I wanted to show you how easy it was to make your own marinara. And then one of the other components of this recipe is a roasted garlic basil pesto. And this recipe is gonna be one of the toppings, but it can be a standalone recipe. You can use this as a dip. You can use this as a filling for a baked potato. You could use this on spiralized noodles like butternut squash noodles, creamy or pasta. It's just really good on its own, but it really pairs well with the recipe that I'm going to be making. Rinsing out my blender. We like to have a few more of these for presentations like this. There we go. Now, garlic has so many health properties and it's delicious, but not everyone can tolerate a lot of raw garlic. When you roast garlic, you mellow it out. And I think you make it even more delicious. There are many, many ways to roast garlic, but I find the easiest way is in an air fryer. And I'm gonna be bringing my little air fryer out here, a very cheap one, by the way. You can get it, like I said, Walmart, I've seen it for $39. Not this brand, but a similar one. You don't have to have the Breville. But I find the easiest way to roast garlic is to buy the cloves, buy them already peeled the cloves, which you get in bulk stores like Sam's Club and Costco now very affordably. And you just put them in the air fryer at 370 degrees for 10 minutes. And that's what I do. And it works beautifully. Where is my garlic? There it is. And a lot of times I will batch cook this and just freeze it. So is this a good close-up? I can't tell if you can see yes, that. Yes. And so what it does is it caramelizes it. It makes it creamy. It, it's just, it's so delicious when it's roasted. There are ways to roast garlic in the oven. When I teach at the spa in Mexico called Rancho La Puerta, they don't have, you know, air fryers. They do have an instant pot, nothing like a microwave. And so the way they roast garlic, which you can do is they take the whole head, they cut the top off, they wrap it in foil, and it takes about an hour. So if something can take 10 minutes over an hour, I'm definitely going to want to do that. And there's other ways to roast it. I have this actually little machine that's a garlic roaster, but I find the air fryer is the, is the quickest. So my Rayleigh's, after I bought the rice cauliflower, was completely out of rice, all cauliflower yesterday. So that's okay. This is also based on cauliflower, this one. And I brought a 16 ounce bag of frozen cauliflower, which I'm going to use. I love using cauliflower in recipes where I'm trying to create a creamy mouthfeel or a sauce, because I find that it's really easy to get people to eat cream sauces when they're made out of, you know, plant-based milks like coconut milk or cashews, you know, tofu. But frankly, most people don't eat enough vegetables. So if I can find a way to sneak vegetables in, that's what I'm going to do. And again, it also lowers the caloric density. And cauliflower is very neutral. So you really can't taste it in, any, in, in this recipe for sure or in that. You're not going to even know it's cauliflower. If I could have found a fresh cauliflower or cauliflower in a bag, I probably would have just microwaved it. Honestly, I, I don't like to mess up too many pots and things. So I have this. This is one of my favorite tools. I've had this for over 30 years, not affiliated with any brands. 
Tupperware and Pampered Chef make it, but I travel with this. It's a microwave steamer. You can just put whatever it is in there with a little bit of water, anywhere from four to six minutes. It's got little holes on the side. You can drain it. So I love this. That's how I would have cooked it, but I'm using frozen defrosted so it's soft enough. And then to my blender, I'm going to add the roasted garlic cloves, my, my lemon juice, and some water. I might need a little water if it doesn't blend, and fresh basil. And that's it. When I create recipes, I try to clean them with as few ingredients as possible, not counting water, really always shooting for seven or less, but seeing how few I can use and still make it delicious. So I'm going to puree this now. Bit of water because it's having a little trouble blending. You know, in general, whenever you're doing anything, you know, you can always add, you can't take away. So I'm just going to do a little bit just to get it going. That's about less than a half, less than a quarter cup. So there we have our roasted garlic basil pesto that we're going to use as one of the layers of the artichoke polenta pizza bake. But again, this is great over pasta, whether it's regular pasta, hearts of palm pasta, zucchini pasta, any kind of pasta, wonderful filling. Uh, you can stuff mushrooms with this and bake them or air fry them. I've had it filling a baked potato, but we're going to be using it for the polenta bake. So we're just waiting on the marinara sauce. And while we're going to do that, I'm going to make the base of the polenta bake. I'm just going to turn my oven on now just to get the water to start boiling. I've already pre-measured it. You don't have to come over just yet because I'm just going to wait a minute for that to um, do that. I'm just going to show you what the toppings are going to be. You can use any toppings you like. So if you like certain pizza toppings, use those. You could probably use like black olives or roasted garlic cloves. So I'm just using what I like, which are artichoke hearts and roasted red bell peppers. And I have a scissors here that's made specifically for food. I don't know if we can get a little bit of a close-up here. Just I, I could have done this in advance, but I just wanted to show you. I don't always like to use knives because and I have to dirty a cutting board. So I'm just I'm just cutting this with a, what I call a food scissors. You could use a regular scissors, I suppose. Just don't keep it in the hardware drawer for other things. Now, artichoke hearts, I'm able to find frozen with nothing in them in the freezer section of many stores like Trader Joe's. Um, if you can't, they usually have them in cans. That's my pressure cooker for the pasta sauce. But when they are in cans, they'll probably have some salt and citric acid, so you may want to rinse them. As far as roasting the bell pepper, if you have a gas stove, you can roast it yourself. But you can also buy roasted bell peppers now in jars. Marzetti, I believe, is the brand. Or even in the freezer section at places like Trader Joe's. And they don't have to be roasted, but this is just... Roasting just brings out a little bit more flavor. Now you can cut this as small or as big as you want. We're basically going to mix the marinara sauce with this, and this is going to be our, our top layer. So the polenta is going to be the base. That's sort of like our pizza crust. The basil garlic roasted pesto is the middle layer, and then this is the top. 
I might go a little bit more. And if you like, I do love fresh basil. And so I'm going to add a little more. These are really cool scissors that Dr. Hans Deal gave me. They're herb scissors. I don't have the best knife skills. And I often have my right hand in a, and I don't know what you call it. I have something called trigger thumb. So if I can find a way not to have to use a knife and look, it makes these beautiful ribbons. I, I really like to use that. So this works great on mint too. So I'm just adding some fresh basil. Sometimes I have it, sometimes I don't. And again, if you have a particular pizza topping that you like, I, I think green olives could go well here, black olives, um, mushrooms, for example. Um, I often make what's called pepperoni mushrooms, which I'm including in the PDF. And I put that on top after it's baked on it. Okay. You know, I could have done some of this in advance, but I just wanted to, you to see in real time what I do. So with the stems, I, I don't I don't care if a little bit of stem gets in, but I don't want to use a lot of stem. Uh, with things like cilantro, I don't mind if a little stem gets in, but things like mint, uh, generally not rosemary. My aunt who raised me, um, she was a cordon bleu chef in Switzerland. And during World War II, they, they actually had to freeze basil stems. It was in such short supply. So, you know, you can use the stems if you have to. Now, what I'm going to do now, before I go to the oven, I'm just waiting for my water to boil for the polenta. I'll put the top back on and boil a little bit faster. Is I'm going to release the pressure for the marinara. Now, if you don't like to release the pressure, I used to have a dog named Sparky that was scared of pressure release. So we had to always wait to eat until it came down to pressure naturally. But I'm going to show you how to do it. And it's actually very easy. I'm just getting this a little bit smaller. Okay. 